This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the fusion of rave and country music. We call it Tech Neck. I used to think this was the beginning of your story. Memory is a strange thing. It doesn't work like I thought it did. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that actually discovered the language before Amy Adams did. I'm Zach. And I'm Frank. And today we are here to talk about Arrival, the movie of language. Yeah. It's, I like the, I, I like this movie. Okay. I like this movie. <laughs> Why are you being so defensive <laughs> yeah. about because it? Because I feel like you don't. I have seen this, this is my first time. Oh, I, so this is like my second or third time. Yeah. It's, um, it's a lot more grounded than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's not. Um, I like this movie, too. Well, fine, then. I guess I'll go into the things. Okay. So, Arrival came out in 2016, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Um, you have Ted Chiang, who wrote the... Well, he wrote the original... The yeah, the book for it, um, called Story of Your Life. And then you have, like, three people in this movie that actually matter. You have Amy Adams in here, who plays Dr. Louise Banks... You have Forrest Whitaker, who plays Colonel Weber. You have Jeremy Renner, who plays Ian Donnelly. And then you have Abigail Finowski, but also Jaden Malone, who plays Hannah, the daughter. That's yeah. everybody. Nobody else matters in this fucking movie. <laughs> There's so many people that just are like, out oh, there. Yeah. Um, anyways, this movie, if you don't know what it is, it's about a linguistic worker who works with the military to communicate with alien life forms after 12 mysterious spacecrafts appear around the world. That's good that's, job, Zach. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, everybody give him a round of applause. Yeah, you know what? I'm not as literate as everybody thought I was. He's pretty good. He's pretty good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, I like this movie. Yeah. Um, much like, weirdly enough, I brought up for Shin Godzilla, but you didn't agree with me, is that I like that this story actually is grounded in reality like this is what like the world would be doing if these spacecrafts actually showed up mm -hmm. like they're actually taking their time they're like actually trying to analyze things they're trying to figure out like what the language is and they're trying to piece together and kind of sort of work as a unit like every country well yeah kind but... of sort of <laughs> like in the beginning at least <laughs> yeah um i will say that I like this movie. Mm -hmm. I don't think that this is like an incredible film. No. I think that this is probably like in the lower tier of Denis, Denis Villeneuve's films for me personally. Mm -hmm. um, I know people who are like diehard Arrival fans or they're just like, this is one of the greatest alien films ever made. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know if I would say that. I, I definitely, I have some issues with this movie. Um, I but, have a few. But um, I want to talk more about the pros first. Mm -hmm. Um, and I will say, though, that this film tackles one of my favorite subjects in, like, all of sci-fi, mm -hmm. which is the idea or the concept of, of a non-linear timeline. Yes. Somebody moving through time and space non-linearly, mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite things just that I don't know why, but it's so intriguing to me, the concept of, of time not moving in a straight and narrow path, yeah. but completely you can just go up and around and down. Um, that idea always blows my mind. And like the concept of like Amy Adams character, knowing what the language is, but not knowing that she already knows what the language mm -hmm. is. And like just how, how that story unfolds and how her, what her like character arc is, is 
really beautiful. Yeah. Um, and it just always makes me, it makes me think for a very long period of time after the movie ends about just time and how time exists and yeah. how we perceive time versus how other people can perceive time. Um, and it's just, it just makes like, it's, it's one of those sci-fi concepts that if you think about it too long, you'll just explode. Oh yeah. Cause so, like literally the idea of like timelines and time frames of everything, like, it goes way beyond like our thought process. Like yeah. we could be like 30 years in the future, but having this conversation at the same time, <laughs> like yeah. it's fucking nuts. But I do agree. Like, I really like the idea where it's like, it's, it's also presented to in a way that it seems linear at first. Right. And then like, as you start to get, like, build the pieces more and like, once you start to get to like more of the final act of the film, um, you realize that everything is completely out of order. Yeah. And it's put together in a very nice way where, like, you feel like it's consistent, but it's inconsistent at the same time. Yeah. And it's done really nicely. Um, I like that they didn't immediately show the spacecrafts. Um, I, I really enjoyed, like, in the beginning when, like, you know, they're kind of, like, showing on the news, like, a portion of it. Or, like, you, can't, you see it, but, like, the camera is pulled back when... Um, when Dr. Louise is teaching the class and like showing it on the TV. I liked that. I liked that we didn't get the actual spacecraft until like 20 minutes in. Yeah. Um, you could have even pushed it back further. Like I'm, I'm always a big fan of like not showing Just stretching it out as long as possible. Yeah. <laughs> even like the aliens themselves, what are they called? Like heptapods. Yep. Um, I enjoyed the fact that like you really never got a full look at them. Yeah, uh, they're fucking scary looking though. It's fucking horrifying when you first see Abbott and Costello. Would I funny names for them? Yeah, but you're you're almost tricked to believe that like it's just one giant thing and that's just its hands. Right, and it's like no, those are two separate beings. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is more terrifying to me because I'm like, oh my god, this thing's massive. Right, and it's just so spider-like mm-hmm. and it just like bothers like it's just yeah. like instinctively you're like ah scary like looks, <laughs> too many legs yeah yeah it's black it's like so dark and just <laughs> and it's like you know shielded behind all the smoke mm-hmm. behind the glass and it's just so scary um but i like because you know i brought up the concept to um jess watched this with me and she, mm-hmm. and she by the way she hates almost every movie that you pick oh cool and this was a movie that, <laughs> and this was a movie that she did not like really either nice she's like i need something to happen and I was like, well, Jess, because I've seen the movie mm-hmm. already. And, you know, about an hour, this movie's like two hours and five minutes. Um, about an hour in, Jess, Jess is like, does anything happen in this film? <laughs> and I was like, well, it, I was like, it's a film about language. Like, that's like what it is. And she was just like, so nothing happens. And I'm like, no, she's like, I'm taking a nap. And she just like rolled over. <laughs> nice. And so she just went to sleep. Um, and she was like, and then at the end, she was like, do you like that movie? Do you, do you actually like it? And I'm like, yeah, I think it's, it's good. I think it's, mm-hmm. I think it's a fine film. She was like, no. <laughs> I was like, okay, well. One, my new goal now is to pick a movie that she'll like. <laughs> <laughs> she hates almost every film that you pick. Nice. Um, but yeah, so the, I, I brought up the like the idea of because these aliens, they're a little bit more different than like what we would normally see in like an alien film because mm-hmm. aliens can literally be anything in the yeah. world, right? Like it, it can just be up to the you know whoever's making it their their imagination as to what they look like. So I was like, I brought up the the idea to Jess. I was like, you know. I was like, all these sci-fi films, they always have aliens that look, you know, like creatures, basically, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, what is your thoughts on like, what if, what if we went to another planet and we saw aliens and they just looked like humans, like they were just like they just mm-hmm. looked like us? Because I feel like us humans, 
if we saw an alien, I think that we would be like kind of prepared for like whatever it looks like because yeah. we've been like so desensitized to like what a what it could potentially be. But the true freak out would be if they're human. If they just look like humans, mm-hmm. well, that would bring like, that would whole, really like kind of fuck with us. It would bring like <laughs> this whole concept then of like you know are we aliens right like which we like, are yeah, in theory right yeah, to exactly. other other aliens we're aliens mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's like that that whole thing of like you know i i just never understood like the people that are like oh no like we're the only like like sentient life forms in the universe right. and i'm like the universe is literally limitless like it's yeah. never ending and we're the only ones that have conscious thought right i don't fucking think so right yeah but this movie goes about an alien i don't want to call it it's it is an invasion it is an alien invasion but it it goes about it in such a unique and different way Mm -hmm. uh with yeah i mean we are with the americans Mm -hmm. and they are speaking to abbott and costello about basically just literally trying to teach them basic language because like it's kind of strange to me that um ian ian jeremy Mm -hmm. jeremy's character ian is I don't think he's developed that well. Like he Not doesn't enough. really do anything in the no. movie when you re- like he at the end he kind of comes in with like with that last like giant mm-hmm. you know like spread of like hey here's everything yeah um but like the whole movie is about language and he's like a mathematician scientist and like he doesn't actually ever do much with her <laughs> no like it's he, mostly Amy Adams who's yeah like, like doing everything Louise like literally leads the entire thing and then she's like he's just there to like help out yeah and like you know you have that scene where it's like they're sitting in the truck and it's like you know thank god I have you because like all these other people are like idiots and I, I agree because it's like Ian really doesn't do much no. like he kind of like helps and he kind of like chugs things along. But like it's literally Louise that yeah. does everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I like too. like I don't know if you knew this, but Denis Villeneuve actually created like this logogram like system for like algebra yeah. and everything for this film. Right. Which is very impressive. Um, thinking of the fact that like most of it's circles. Right. Yeah. It's but, all just circles and. And it's interesting, though, like, it's so hard to wrap your mind around how their sentences are constructed because they're Mm -hmm. not, they're not, it's basically, like, how we read left to right is not how they would write. Yeah. They speak in, like, an all-encompassing way. Mm -hmm. Which is really cool because, like, it's never, like, a simple, like, there, to them, there's no, like, hi, that's it. It's it's always like a hi, how are you? What are you doing today? Like, it's, <laughs> it's always a complex sentence. Yeah, yeah. which is very interesting. Um, and you lo- don't, and it doesn't get read from left to right because no. it's a circle essentially, and like the circle has different branches, and the mm-hmm. branches and the way that it branches off is, it's just it's so like you, us simpletons cannot like <laughs> we're so simple. Yeah, yeah, we could not like comprehend that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an interesting way because it looks just, you're just getting shapes yeah. and it's one, it's really one shape mm-hmm. with different branches off of it. And those are your words and sentences and complexities. It's like, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. I mean, it's even crazier to think of like how you would even like interpret that. And I think the film does like a decent way of trying to be like, okay, this is how like you would go about like deciphering this language. Yeah. Um, like literally picking apart like little pieces of it to figure out like what they're saying and like what their mannerism is and like the pronunciation. Cause you know, you have languages, especially like Japanese, where it's like there's a formal and informal and like a popular way of saying something. Yeah. So it's like the same word means three different things. Right. 
Right. Well, especially in English, because like that's oh, yeah. not that's not true for like all languages. It's mm. so weird, man. English is such a fucking stupid language. <laughs> like it's one of the hardest learn. Yeah, like, because, things to because learn. We too. are so dumb. Like we mm-hmm. have fucking eight words that mean that that all sound exactly the same, but are spelled in different ways, and they all have different meanings. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you go to France and like they don't ha- like they just don't. They just have one word for everything. Yeah. And, like and it's just very simple. It's <laughs> like yeah, that's the way it should be. We don't mm-hmm. need eighteen yours. Yeah. Like we just don't. <laughs> exactly. We don't need it. It's just so stupid. Yeah. Um and trying to learn it is just ridiculous. But uh anyway, I digress. Yes. Um Amy Adams I think delivers a very good performance. Yes, I love her. Like just <laughs> okay. just all around, I love her. But yeah, like because this is kind of more like early on in her career, I would say, like before she like mainly blew up. Um, and she does like a really, really nice job of like kind of leading the pack of this whole film. Yeah, I buy her. Like she, yes. she comes across very intelligent, mm-hmm. uh, very smart, very well spoken, and and just the way that she carries herself and like just presents, um, just like the way that she delivers because she has she there's like a really fine balancing act of being really super intelligent, but then delivering the the news that you're trying to convey in a way that everybody can understand yeah um and i think that obviously she doesn't she she doesn't get the praise for writing the script but i think that she does a really good like job of conveying Mm -hmm. which is her job yes so i appreciate that yeah um um, jeremy renner i'm always like iffy on him sort of like i've never been like blown away by a jeremy renner no like it's literally this i know he did like I think it was, like, Jack Ryan, like, those, like, action movies, and then him as Hawkeye in, like, the Marvel films, mm. and it's, like, he's there, like, I recognize who he is, like, I, I can tell that he's an actor. Yeah, he but was in one movie, I can't remember the name of it, Winter, it was, like, what was it called? I don't remember what it was, but it was mm. about, like, a Native American, it was, like, a Native American murder mystery. Oh, I know what you're um, talking about, Wind yeah. River, was it? Yeah. That was the name of it. Um, but, no, I agree, like, he was he, fine in that, again, he, like, just okay. Yeah, he never really, like, blows me away. I always like seeing Forrest Whitaker. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy Forrest Whitaker. Uh, yeah, he looks great in this, too. <laughs> he's always got that eye. That I, yeah, <laughs> that I never I know like. what age he is because like he looks young in this. He always but, like, looks the same. Yeah, uh, he's like a Morgan Freeman. He just yeah. always just I don't know, just always ninety. Mm-hmm. Always was born ninety, <laughs> and you just always will be ninety. Um, but yeah, I really I really like Forrest Whitaker. I like that Forrest Whitaker is kind of like the like the he's he's a military man that that needs to that is not the end all be all, which mm-hmm. is it, it's it's kind of interesting because he still has like higher ups in this film. Yeah, so like. He's basically like, listen, you need to like get this shit done because I need to then like tell everybody else like why we're doing what we're doing or, you know, why we're taking so long or what 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 the process is. So like I like the idea that he has like people to answer to and mm-hmm. it's not just like him being like, Tell me what you like, tell me what you know. Yeah. And like stuff like that, because like that would I think get kind of annoying and it just I don't know. I like the idea of him still having like, you know, higher there's there's hires up up above him that he has to speak to. Yeah. And um and he's also just trying to like understand what exactly is being done here because at the end of the day, the only one who really knows what the fuck's going on is Amy Adams. Yes. <laughs> and Luis pretty much only knows what's happening. Everybody else in the military is just relying on her. Mm-hmm. To basically just um, figure out what the hell's going on. Yeah, and I really like to like back to um, Colonel Weber of um, of Forrest Whitaker. Like, I really enjoyed the fact too that he's not like that 
typical military guy where it's like, oh, you don't know anything? All right, we're going in guns blazing. Like, I'm bringing all my men. We're just going to shoot the thing down. Right. Like, he is very, like, conscious about the fact of, like, okay, we're giving you time to, like, try and decipher everything. I need, like, something to give my men so in that way they don't start, like, shooting at it. Right, yeah. Um, Another thing, too, that I thought was really good was uh, the way that the ship actually works yeah, I thought ship, that was very interesting. Because the ship is very, like, narrow on the yes, inside. It's a very, like, vertical, like, very narrow thing. And I think that that was, like, a really cool effect, too, of doing it where, you know, like, as you're going up, like, halfway through, like, the actual gravity changes. So it becomes horizontal. Right. Yeah. So your vertical then becomes your horizontal. Mm-hmm. So you're going up, which in reality is sideways walking left <laughs> yes it's very like a trippy yeah, yeah it was really cool especially to like when they go up for the first time and he throws up like the glow stick and then it just lands on the floor yeah i think that was a really cool way to like showcase again like a very sci-fi aspect to this film that is trying to ground itself right yeah and the idea of like them having to own the door only opens every 18 hours i think it is i think yeah. it's every 18 hours because they have to like get it repressurized mm-hmm. to the atmosphere so that, um, but it's, I, I, I didn't exactly understand that because they're behind like their glass thing and yeah. they're doing their own thing. So I guess, I don't know. It seems like that would be like, Hey, like this, where we are is pressurized to what mm-hmm. we need and where you guys are is pressurized to where, what you guys need. Yeah. But and whatever. It, it also seems weird that it's like, you know, you have this massive ship and like, you're only seeing like this one room. Like, that's it. Right. Well, because that's the thing, right? That's what pretty much it only appears to be mm-hmm. is like just that. Yeah. But also, why would they put themselves in like, like, why would they cut themselves off like that unless, you know, they're trying to like feel everybody out first? Right. But I guess. But they also, you know, they need they need to they need their own atmosphere. Yeah. They can't they're not like they can't come to Earth and just breathe our oxygen, like whatever, like the oxygen levels may be different for them that, that we'll get on our require. level then. Get on our level, yeah. <laughs> um I no, but okay, so I really, really love when we first see them. Yes. Because again, it's kind of horrifying mm-hmm. and I like how AD, Amy Adams is just kinda like so are we comfortable with calling them aliens? Like is that what yes. we're fucking saying here? And they're like, uh yeah, well yeah, and you'll see them in a minute. Um, and then you go up there and you see him. And I mean, it's really cool. Yes, it's it's terrifying at first. And it really paints a picture of like, you know, this is what it would be like to like lay eyes on an alien like first thing off the bat. Like even um, Ian, when they come back and he like throws up in the trash can. Yeah. It's like you held your nerves together longer than most people would. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, too, like when they actually start to like speak and you see like the tentacle like just kind of open up. And then like you get the first sign of like the logogram. It's horrifying. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, too, like, at the end when you kind of get, like, a little bit more of, like, a full-body picture of it. Yeah. And you see the mass of this thing. Yeah, because it then, goes up, like, way higher mm-hmm. than, like, you initially think it would. When she, when Amy Adams ends up in there, mm-hmm. it's like, she, you see it, and then it just keeps going yeah. up. And then it just keeps going. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, oh, God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But they're not, um, they're not aggressive. No. And even, I was, I was wary too because like even when you have like the few soldiers that are like oh we're gonna plant a bomb in there because like we just gotta take them out at this point right um and then still afterwards they were very calm about everything like they were still like willing to have conversations and try to learn this thing yeah um and it's interesting too like how other countries kind of like developed things when they were talking about like russia and china where like they're teaching it chess and it's like you're teaching it 
essentially, yes, like the the game that kind of like speaks every language, but at the same time, too, it's a game of winning, losing. So it's teaching it kind of war. Yeah. Which is very interesting to me. Yeah. It's not, you know, they don't explore it too well because they can't. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, the idea of like, hey, I don't know. It, it, do, it doesn't, it's so difficult to understand like what would actually happen mm-hmm. in real life if this actually did happen. I mean, you would imagine that like, yeah, this is what it seems like it would happen. And especially with the idea of like, hey, you know. It, it, I don't know. It, it's a little strange that like everybody ends up cutting everybody off. Mm-hmm. Like I understand China and I understand Russia cutting everybody off, but like the European Union, I don't think that would actually no. happen. That doesn't seem like like France. They yeah. like would, they would still talk to us. I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, but yeah, eventually everybody goes dark, mm-hmm. and then everybody's just left to their own. You know, like hey, we're all just gonna do what we're gonna do, and then China's like, hey, we're gonna fucking blow this shit up. <laughs> uh, and then of course you get to the ending where it where you don't. Um. But yeah, the like the whole concept and the idea, because like I mean, at the end of the day, the themes of this film is pretty much you can't avoid really talking, like avoid talking mm-hmm. about it, because again, the whole thing is about language. Yes. It's about communication. It's yeah. about it, and and like it, I mean, it's just it runs through the like through the entire film in every way. I mean, literally, anytime anybody's having a conversation, it's like, hey, this is the theme. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's whether it's Luis delivering her uh, her findings to Forrest Whitaker uh, or her or her talking to the aliens, the aliens talking back to her, us talking to other countries. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting that it's interesting that it's so interesting. Yes. (laughs) Because like, you got to think too, again, like this is what like would actually happen. Like you're going to, like if you have something where, an alien is coming to earth and is not immediately trying to like kill us. Right. The first thing is going to be trying to communicate with it. Right. And it's that whole idea too, where it's like, you know, all around the earth, like there are different areas that speak different languages. And it's like that idea of learning a language and like picking something up, like the amount of people that, you know, English is their second language. And like, you know, people that, from america learn like japanese and like people from germany that learn like french like same thing yeah it's like learning the language of each other right and i think you know i think they do a decent job of showcasing like us like civilians Mm -hmm. not knowing what's going on yeah and like how we react because we think that the government's hiding shit now exactly even though they're just trying to figure out like how to say hello (laughs) yeah i think that was one of like my favorite parts too is like when they kind of like showcase like things on the news and like people protesting and then people looting and then you have like you know when the first image gets leaked and everybody freaks out yeah and it's like that's exactly what would happen like we get like a little taste of the information and then boom like everybody like starts panicking yeah a and then bit. you have like the conspiracy theorists yes <laughs> and then you the have, cult leader yeah yeah it's just like it's like okay yeah like it all seems like this is really what would happen <laughs> and it makes sense uh but it is interesting to see that kind of like hey maybe us as civilians maybe like take a breath mm-hmm. because like it's it's showcasing you like how we are so chaotic and then you go into where Luis is and she's so calm mm-hmm. and there's and everybody is just trying to work together to figure out what's going on 
and then you and then you cut back to this guy on fucking YouTube and he's like, they're hiding shit from us. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, mm. they're not. They just don't know anything yeah. yet. So like, it's like they will tell us eventually. <laughs> so like, it's just I don't know. It's, it's an interesting contrast, and, mm. and I think that you can kind of take that into real life too. Um, of just like, hey, maybe not just freak out immediately. Like, why don't we just get all the information that we can first, and why don't we wait and to see what happens? Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. Um, there's one thing though that always that always kind of bothered me about this film, mm-hmm. and it is that I think that this movie takes itself so seriously, almost to a fault. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like I like. I like Denise Villeneuve a lot, and I think that most of his films are pretty serious. Yes. Like, he never really makes anything that's, like, fun. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know. This movie just has, like, an like an ambiance about it that it's almost, like, too self-indulgent in being serious for yeah. me personally. Like, like, how, like, Contagion is. Like, it's just so set in, like, reality. Yeah, so, like, when fucking uh, Ian... Oh God, it made me roll my eyes so hard <laughs> when, when Ian, like, like, I think it's literally his last thing that he says of like, Hey, you know, this whole time I've had my, mm, my, I had yes. my eyes looking Horrible. at the stars and then, and it wasn't because of them. It was because of you. Yeah. And he's talking to, to Luis. I'm just like, Oh, I know. God, like, it's, please. it's such <laughs> like a, I'm going to shoot my shot now that it's finished. Like it's, I know it was awful. It's just like, yeah, it just makes you roll your eyes, but it like, but Ian says it with such sincerity yeah. and it's like, it's, t- it's supposed to be so like earth shattering and it's just like, no, like, no, it's very comical. It, yeah. And it just doesn't work. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. And then like, the, but again, I really like the idea of Amy Adams moving through time, not like everybody else. Yeah. And her, like you, you think that you're, that, that, that her daughter dies from cancer, I guess, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why, like, she's like that in right. the beginning. And then, but meanwhile, she hasn't even had a kid yet. And then even, too, like, the flashback-type things of, you know, when she's talking about, like, oh, I made, like, the picture of, like, Mommy and Daddy talk to animals and then showcases, like, the little clay sculptures. Yeah. And it's like, that's the alien. Right. And it's like, that's really cool. Yeah. Like, again, because you're kind of, at that point, you're thinking, like, all this is in the past. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then of course she ends up having the baby with Ian and, and she, and, and, and she delivers that one line where she's like, you know, if you know exactly what's going to happen in the future, would you like you change it? Mm-hmm. And then he says like something that doesn't really answer the question. Yeah. I don't know what he says. I don't remember. I think he was just kind of like, I would just live in the moment or something. It's just yeah. like, okay, <laughs> like you're not answering the question. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I thought that, that was like a really clever idea, um, of her like moving through time. I don't know exactly how I felt about her talking China out of going eh. to it, like go, you know, going to attack it. Yeah. Cause and I mean, cause like at the end of the day, this movie's like, Hey, we can all work together. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, I don't know. It didn't exactly land for me. Like I, I, I like the idea of it, mm-hmm. but maybe, maybe it's just cause I'm, I like fucking sad endings when this one, this one ends. <laughs> you just wanted it to note. be. Yeah. And, I, and like, Hey, we all work together and China and everybody's together. And, 
and and we all we all are at this you know this huge uh, party where all of the all of the world leaders are coming together to talk about the situation that happened, and we all can all be cordial with one another. Yeah. And it's like yeah, okay, that's a hopeful ending, I guess. But you but gotta like, think like I don't it, know. it's it's not gonna last. Like yeah, and I just don't like, buy it. Like yeah. it's just that's just what it is. It's like we've been living on Earth for so long, and we know what fucking like what these countries are like. Yeah, like uh, even like I just don't buy it. Yeah, there's this whole concept too where it's like you know if you reset the Earth and like just give it enough time like we're gonna end up at the same place again um but yeah like i mean for me like a couple of things that i really didn't like um there's like this weird like an hour in of like this exposition dump from ian as they're like working about like everything that you saw so far for the hour yeah and i was just like it's halfway through the movie why are you giving me this (laughs) like i i understand already where we're at um yeah, again, that's kind of like, hey, the audience is stupid, and we, yeah. we need to make sure that they are fully grasping the concept, which I hate. I know, because I, I kind of, like, I get it. This movie, as opposed to, like, other alien films, is, air quotes, a boring film. Yeah. Like, it's gonna bore people. But, like, if you really pay attention to it and, like, sit there and, like, listen to the information that's given to you... It's not like I found no, this movie very it's inter- interesting. It's interesting. It's a mm. it's a smart film. Yes, it's like what we'll call it. I guess. Um, early on too, there was like a scene with like Louise when like um Colonel Weber like first shows up, and I was just like, it's a little quick for the you're the only person for the job. Are you in or out? <laughs> like type yeah, situation. Yeah. Like it's twenty minutes in, and I'm yeah, like. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We went to one other person and, yeah. and they failed. <laughs> it's like, so now you're the only one that we can rely on. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, well, okay. Yeah. I mean, I know too, like a lot of people were comparing this film to Annihilation. Um, kind of like the same thing of like that non-linear timeline type situation of an alien film. But I don't think that's really fair because like Annihilation is like much more kind of like an action, like straight up sci-fi film where this yeah. is trying to be like... This is a government film in yes. a sci-fi setting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's not really fair to like compare the two of them, but yeah. like I do see the similarities to yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, of course there are. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a good movie. I like it. Um, the only other theme that I took away too, because like you kind of like grazed over it, um, was the idea of duality. Yeah. Like there's got to be like this end to a mean, like the whole idea of... You know, even down to like small things like there's that duality of like Louise and Ian working together. Um, You have Abbott and Costello, which is literally the idea from the old pair of like one of them smart and one of them's dumb. Yeah. You have like the idea of like different countries. Like there's the duality of like what everybody else thinks. Um, The whole thing of the daughter's name, Hannah, which is spelled the same way backwards as yeah. it is forwards just like time is like backwards and forwards at the same time yeah um and then controlling your own fate like you would mentioned where it's like you know if you knew what was going to happen would you change anything and i think that's like the most deep thing that you can really do in something like this where it's like you know you know what's going to happen and yet you have that willpower to not change anything knowing that that's what's supposed to play out Like, easily, you could have done something where it's, like, Louise doesn't say anything to Ian about Hannah having, like, the cancer, and they stay together. Easily could have just not had the child, because then you don't have to go through the heartache of losing your child. Easily could have had the child, and then started doing some tests early to be like, hey, something's gonna come up, I need, like, her looked at now. 
but she has that willpower to like let it all play out because she knows like future hence like it's gonna come back in a more like a bigger way yeah i don't know i'm like iffy on that Mm -hmm. because like again like it starts getting into the weeds of like if she did decide to change anything then the changes that she decided to make at that moment would have affected future her exactly so then the future her situation would have been completely different anyway so like in reality she can't actually make any changes and she didn't make any changes and that was already like that Mm -hmm. that already happened she already made the choice to not make the changes yeah prior to her making the choice of not making this is what i'm talking about with non-later timelines like Mm -hmm. shit's so fucking confusing but it's so interesting Mm -hmm. um so like yeah so you know she can't she can't change anything um but i don't know it is weird to like uh, to to go into the to go into a relationship knowing or ha- to to choose to have a kid knowing that they're going to like suffer mm-hmm. and just being like yeah but i guess it, it's we're going to do it anyway it's, it's literally just like you know all the good times that you will have i like guess it kind of makes it worth it but like i don't know to but me you're it, letting your child yeah die and go through all this like shitty pain and and it could have technically been prevented, but yeah. not really because you needed to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. It's just yeah. so, it's such a hard thing to like wrap your mind around. And one other thing that was kind of weird was that the alien goes, Hey, like, you know, we're here to help you because in 3000 years, we're going to need your help. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. But what do we do to help <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah. Like we can't even get to space. Yeah. Right. We, like, how are we going to help you? And also in 3000 years, everybody that's, on this planet and mm. on this ship is going to be long fucking gone. Yeah. So you're going to have to come back and do this all again anyway. Exactly. <laughs> like it's a little like you know, it's a little weird. Mm. Um but I like the the sentiment of this film. Yeah. I like the ideas of this film and I do think that they are explored pretty well. Mm. Um it's just so difficult to explore something that is so complex mm-hmm. that that they keep it. I think they keep it at a good like. Hey, yeah, we're not going too deep into the weeds here. That like shit gets like is so confusing, but you're getting a little bit. So it's like it starts to make you think a little bit, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Yeah, I give it eight spaceships out of twelve spaceships. Eight out of twelve. Ah, I yeah, see what yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. That's that's funny. Zach, hello. You have a recommendation? I do. Um, something a little bit differently. Uh, I recently took up golfing. And I... Hey, everybody, Zach's white. Yeah, <laughs> in case you didn't notice. Um, yeah, golfing's fun, actually. Uh, my dad has been playing for years and years and years. He um, he bought you a golf set. set yeah, like right? two Christmases ago, and I was just like, I don't... Christmas eye. Chris eyes. Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, because when I was, like, really young, like, seven, eight, like, he used to, like, take me out, and, like, I used to, like, actually go with him and, like, play a little bit. Um, and it's been since then that i've been playing so he was like oh hey i'm gonna get you a set and then if you're actually serious like try it again um and i've been going out like a couple of times like when it's nice out or like on saturdays when i'm off and like just hitting a couple of balls and like getting back into like the practice swings of things yeah um I haven't gotten to the point yet of actually going to like a course, a golf but course, yeah, yeah. Like start the, off at mini golf and then work your way up. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fine at mini golf. Um, but yeah, like it's it's definitely like early on. I can tell like it's one of those things where it's like people say that 
the the biggest enemy is you in golfing. Yeah. Because, like, you just get so pissed off that, like, it didn't go exactly where you wanted to go. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. Like, it, I went it, to top, top golf. You ever, you ever do that? No, like the, top golf? like the the hitting range type thing. Yeah, it's like yeah, like you go and there's like games that you can play, mm-hmm. and they like. I'm terrible. I'm so <laughs> bad. I'm really bad. I went mm-hmm. to do I, when I was in Florida. Um, I did it, and I was like, yeah, no, this is terrible. Like this is <laughs> this is not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would like golf. I feel like if if you I got think like, it's one of those things that's like when you're playing it, you're having mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah, it's boring to like watch yeah, it or so watch people to, to watch. like watch it. Yeah. But like if you're playing it, like it's fun. Yeah. It's I think I think you might enjoy it. Like if you got like the the whole concept of like a swing down, yeah. then you'd be fine. I guess, there's probably like an element of like zen yeah. to it. And then also if like you were saying, if if it doesn't go your way, that zen gets broken by yeah. fuck, <laughs> fuck! This is bullshit. I've seen I've seen videos of people like putting and like missing the hole and then just snapping their club in half. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fun. <laughs> um but yeah, like golfing's fun. Like I'm I'm enjoying it for right now and it is kind of giving me like a little bit of peace of mind, like just playing it and not like turning my brain off and just yeah. hitting a couple of balls. Alright, well. I, I I hit some balls around. Yeah, I'll hit a ball or I'll two. I'll hit a ball or two. All right, cool. Thanks, yeah. Zach. We appreciate that. Well, Frank, what are we doing next then? Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about actors that we feel like should be leading men or women, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, they never got the chance. Ooh. God, it's so close. Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Zach, take us out. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Now, Frank, come back to me.